Hi, I hope you really enjoyed the little mini series that I did last week on the Enneagram and continue to send in your your questions because we're we're compiling them together so we can do another show answering them. But I wanted to introduce you today to my friend Carrie. She was the other voice on the Enneagram series and I just wanted to let you get to know her a little bit and about her story. I hope you start to see how the stories that you have can start to drive your purpose and your passion and maybe take some cues from Carrie and really just start to step out in your own identity and claim the life that you were created to have. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hi, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. I have a special guest here today that I am so excited for you guys to meet. Uh, She won't be a stranger because you just heard her for the last three episodes about the Enneagram, but I have Carrie Normand here and she is the host of Beacons of Bravery podcast. Hey, Carrie, how are you doing? I am great. And thank you so much. I'm privileged to be your first guest. I mean, a little nervous, but we'll get through it because we've been through are co-hosting together. So I can't wait to see what comes out of this podcast. Me too. And truthfully, like who knows where this is going to go. So let's just do this and see. We have no game plan. (laughs) That's right. So a little bit about Carrie, her and I, we have gone back, we've go back way back to like (laughs) August, right? August, 2020. And her and I, we met in a a business small group. Mm -hmm. We were put together um, by luck and really by blessing. Mm-hmm. And in the small group, it was all about finding who you are, what you do, and how to do it. Mm-hmm. And so we went through a really intensive soul searching program. And I think that our our pod, which our accountability pod is what it's called, mm-hmm. um, really is what made the group for me. Like having you and our other pod mates. Our, uh, yes. Our other pod mates are, um, yeah, it really made the program and it helped yeah. me to have the strength and the ability to jump out and do this podcast. Mm-hmm. It was something that I wanted to do, but I didn't know how, and I didn't, and I had that imposter syndrome to kind of be afraid, but with you working on yours and saying, just do it, just do it. Yeah. And, you know, really working on it together, it made it happen. So I just want to say thank you so much for pushing me and allowing me to push you in that. 
and I want to give that right back to you. I told you recently, I wouldn't have done this without you. I needed that person, my person, you're kind of my person that encouraged me to go on and believe in myself and that we didn't have to do it perfect. That's our big thing. Try to do it perfect. And so I thank you right back. Oh, well, absolutely. It definitely was a mutual thing. And so what I'd like to do today is I just want my people to get to know you. So tell us a little bit about what brought you to where you are now. So, I mean, I could go so many ways, but I'll try to give an abbreviated version of this. I've always been a very driven person. I was your typical 4.0 perfectionist growing up, always trying to win approval from people, from my actions. And so then I got into college. I, I always wanted to be like in the book publishing field, that kind of deal. But I took like my first Greek mythology English class and I was like, I'm out. And so I had to search for something else to do. And I've always been good at science. And so a friend of mine said, Hey, I think you should go into physical therapy. And I said, okay, I think I can do that because there's no blood and guts and you're not on call 24 seven. So I'll, I'll do that. And so I did. I went to undergraduate school in Oregon, where I'm from, and then went to graduate school in Houston and became a physical therapist. And I really do enjoy it. I don't practice in person anymore. Um, I'm more in the corporate level, but I do like the whole mind-body connection. But I realized in practicing that so many ailments that people have physically are actually caused from their emotions and those type of problems. And so I really kind of have delved deep into that arena of personal development and all of that. And so that's kind of what started my podcast. Um, So back me up or lead me wherever you want me to go from here. (laughs) Well, and yeah, so that's, that is where that's what got you started. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, and you said in the corporate, you did in the corporate world. What does that mean? Physical therapy in the corporate world? So I work for a nursing home corporation and I train the type of specialist that I am, which is a wound care specialist. And people wonder what this is. And it's basically people who specialize in wounds, people who like people have bed sores or diabetic foot ulcers, something like that. Mm -hmm. That's what my specialty is. And so I train nurses and therapists to be better in their field of treating people with wounds, physical wounds. Okay. But it's also related to emotional wounds. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so what, what led you to make that connection between the, the emotional wounds leading to the physical wounds? Well, in general, it started back in like normal physical therapy. People came in with back pain, neck pain, something like that. Mm-hmm. But then you, you know, you're seeing them for an hour, just like you would go to a regular <laughs> therapist and talk for an hour. And that's my dog. Sorry. <laughs> he's, he's chiming in. Um, but I would realize these people 
are having this pain. They're telling me about their lives. They, they expose a lot during these sessions. And I'm realizing this has to do with their emotions and their life and what they're not fulfilling. And they're capturing that pain in their body. Sometimes this is not across the board, sure. but a lot of times it was very obvious that that was what they would tell me about their spouse who was abusive or, I mean, it was just all across. I mean, it was just so obvious to me. Like there is a definite connection in all areas of our life. Absolutely. I am coming from the emotional side and the therapy side. Yeah. I would see that as as well it's they would start talking about their story and then more about their pain and then you know and then talking about like well i can't you know i can't do this because my back or i have ulcers or i have you know gut issues or i have headaches all the time and realizing that the more we found the source of their emotional pain the more we could release their somatic or their bodily pain and because there is a book called The Body Keeps Score. I don't know. Have you read that book? I haven't, but it's been mentioned many times. And right. I can't believe I haven't because you I should. You should. <laughs> Lining my shelves. It is because that's that's the whole idea behind it is mm -hmm. that your emotional pain, if you don't deal with it, it does seep into your physical body. And, and you know, it can cause cancer, heart disease every physical ailment you can have Absolutely. probably 90% starts in your mind and emotions to me. What do you think? I agree. I agree. And I think that it would be a fascinating study to, to like unearth that a little bit and see yeah. how, if you take care of your emotional pain and you take care of these trials and things that you go through and you don't allow them to become part of your body, then if how, healthy you can become and how these emotions that really don't last long if we feel the emotion it comes and goes mm -hmm. but if you hold it and you fight it it becomes stronger and stronger and it becomes just a it it, it paralyzes you mm -hmm. and it like literally becomes an ailment yes 100 percent. So, yeah so how did you see that translate into your personal life well I've always been a suppressor of pain in some sort of way. So I'm a runner, an avid runner. And it started in high school. I was always a little bit overweight. And I realized that was a way I could, I, I basically became anorexic and all that. But I ran and ran and ran. And that's where I could feel at peace. Hmm. And so um, that was my first way of suppressing. And then basically I'm losing my thought here. That's okay. Take a moment. <laughs> but then there's other ways. Achievement. That was my other way is I can achieve and just be as successful as I want to be. And I won't feel my pain. And, and then I think back, like, what pain do I really have? I mean, I had a good childhood. I was not abused. I had a two parent family three kids. Now I am your typical middle child. <laughs> I, I can see uh, that. <laughs> I, I always felt a little 
on the outside. And so that's why I actually kind of left my home in Oregon and I was happy to move to Texas. And I was like, oh, I'm gone. You know, I'm not really wanted anyway. And no offense to my parents, because I really don't think that, but that's how I felt. And then I suppressed in, I had a traumatic event in college that was very traumatic. And I don't know how much you want me to go into that, but I, will or will not. And so then I just ran from relationship to relationship to achievement to achievement. And then it wound up with me just kind of living this life that looks successful, but on the inside, I knew it wasn't me. And so here we are. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And, and through that, I, I remember just talking to you about your searching for something that mm-hmm. you were you were searching for you through mm-hmm. all of this and and then you decided to take action and mm-hmm. you decided to to take yourself out of the victim mentality of your story and right. put yourself into the hero position. Mm-hmm. So tell us about that moment. What was it that was that line in the sand or that moment? That feeling, um, what can you remember as that enough is enough? So there was a moment, but I'm going to start a little bit before the moment. And it really started with podcast. And I was listening to things and going, there's another life. I don't have to live like this, you know, and I listened to a bunch of them and it was kind of in the starting of podcasts. And so I started to kind of gain my courage from that. And then there came a time when I said, I don't have to put up with, okay. It was basically putting myself outside my story and realizing that I am in this movie of my life. I'm like the hero or protagonist or whatever you want to call it. And I'm mad at myself for what choices I'm making. So get out of it. You have the opportunity to make a different decision. You don't have to keep going in these cycles that you're in. And so one of the things was the coaching program that you and I met in, it wasn't cheap. It was not cheap. And I (laughs) always said, well, I'm not going to spend that kind of money on myself. I'm who am I to do this, whatever. But it was when I made that transaction that I didn't have, I put it on a payment plan, but I said, this is it. It's going to be now or never. And this is my life. When you made that decision, you made that transaction, what was your next thought? I never do what I say I'm going to do. Is this going to be different? But it was the fact that I paid the money. It was on the line. And I was like, well, no, I saw all these testimonials and all these people who changed their lives. I was like, I'm no different. I can do that too. Mm -hmm. I'm a strong person. I was once even if I hadn't been. So that kind of was it. I paid the money and I was like, no, I mean, I'm going to do it. I used to do what I said I was going to do and I'm going to do it now. That's awesome. And I will say I have watched you from day one 
and day two and day 20 and day well it went up to like 93 or something um and now far beyond and you're still doing it and i'm and i'm just in awe of how you fought through all of your insecurities to get where you are and so tell us a little bit about what what has this journey done for your soul how is your spirit being restored through this process it's believing in myself again okay i'm 48 about to turn 49 and when i was a teenager going into my 20s i was strong i mean i nothing could bring me down but then some again my dog sorry (laughs) some traumatic events and abuse kind of got me thinking, well, you're not good enough. You're not any of this, but it made me remember who I am. And that's the main thing is like, I'm strong. I I have done hard things before. I can do them again. I run marathons for Pete's sake. Who can run 26 miles? Not me. Mm -mm. (laughs) So, I mean, that was basically it is just remembering who I am. Who are you today? I am a person who is pursuing my truest dreams. I'm going back to who I was on a vision board. I think we even did it in one of the precursors to our course that we did is like, what's your perfect day? Imagine your perfect life. And part of mine was, I always love to read. If I could read books, if I could interview the authors, if I could podcast, if I could speak, that would be my perfect day. And I'm starting to live it. Like I actually have some, an author on the books coming on my podcast that I read their book and I was like, I'm actually doing it. And it's just one step in front of the other and realizing that what you think about, what you say becomes your reality. If you take action towards that. And so that, that's basically been it. And then you and your encouragement. Uh-huh. Well, you're welcome, but it was definitely <laughs> a lot more of your inner strength than my encouragement. But I, I just love to hear you talk about your transformation. I love to hear how you took your story and, and now you spend time t- allowing other people to tell their story. And actually speaking on that, I thought, why did I go through this? It was not for nothing. I went through it and I realized even in the midst of it, I have gone through this trauma, this abuse so that I can speak to others who have, because if I wouldn't have, I would just be somebody on a pedestal saying, oh, well, you can get over anything. No, I've been through it. And so I realized that that's the point of it all. Absolutely. That, that is, that's the point of it all. We could end right there and we would, it would be a, a win of an interview. Carrie, now that you are in it, you are really doing the restoration work. You are, you're plowing through, you're making those small steps that are actually turning into be pretty big steps. Mm-hmm. What is something that keeps you going? I definitely have an answer for this one and it is to help other people find the way through. So, and I know we'll mention this, but the, the theme and the name of my podcast is beacons of bravery. And it's basically, I want to, or I do interview people like you, you were a guest 
I was. have gone through obstacles, who have faced their fears and gone on to live a great and productive life in order to shine the light to others who are struggling, like I did so long, to pull them up and help them live a better life. That's, that's what, you know, driving me is I want to help other people like get out of your stale, I'm not going to say boring, but even whatever kind of life that's not satisfying to you, go live life. And that's what drives me. If you could talk to those women and those men and mainly women, my, my audience is typically women. Mm -hmm. um, what is one action step that you could tell them that they could take immediately? What's one thing that you could tell them that would help them to see the bravery within them? That you are more than your circumstances and that what you're going through is not meant for your harm, just reframe it. Could it be that you're going through it so that you can then help others as well? And okay. don't get, don't wallow in what you're in because it's easy to do, especially in this 2020 that we've had. But to take one step to reach out, to contact Tammy, contact me <laughs> for a helping hand and say, how do I do it? Just take that step. And then from that one step, the next step will follow. But if you don't take any, nothing's going to change. So Carrie, with all of this that you've been going through and these, you're talking about reclaiming your identity and your confidence. Mm -hmm. What has been one of the struggles that you have found through this process? Well, just to be very transparent, public speaking in any way, shape, or form has always been my nemesis. I was the valedictorian in my high school. And one of the things that came along with that is I had to give a speech. And I begged and pleaded in every way, shape, and form that I could. I said, I cannot give a speech. But they made me. And it was terrible because I had no confidence in myself at all. And so that has been the biggest thing I've had to overcome is realizing that when you're speaking to the public, whether that be in a stadium at a high school graduation or on a podcast to get over my stupid self, just get over it because it's not about me. It's about the people I'm trying to reach. Hmm. And, you know, you get that it's, it's like I become a teenager again in front of a microphone. It's just, you know, paralyzed with fear. And then through enough reading and talking to other people about public speaking, it's gotten better. And that would be the one thing that I've had to overcome the most and that I still work on daily and that I would encourage, I mean, take that biggest fear and just take little bite-sized pieces out of it every day to try to overcome it. Do you find that some of the biggest fears you have, like follow you and soon become part of your calling? Yes, because as I mentioned, in my vision of the perfect day, part of that is interviewing authors. And part of that is me seeing myself on a stage I hate to say it like Oprah or somebody speaking and I see myself smiling and I see the audience smiling 
And that is like the furthest thing from anything I could have imagined before. But I mean, if we want to go biblical here, uh, I think Moses is kind of my hero. He stuttered, right? Mm -hmm. And he, (laughs) he ended up being empowered to part the Red Sea. And, you know, God calls people who maybe have shortcomings and can make them our, our strong points, hopefully. So if you see my, me on stage one time with Oprah, well, you'll know (laughs) it's a blessing. (laughs) No, I, 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 there's just so much wisdom into that. There's so much. And I love that you brought in Moses because it's true. Like he was one of the most insecure people in the Bible. And I love him for that Yeah. because as the reader, we can see how we see the whole story. We see how it, we see the purpose and we look around the world and we see the evidence of him following blindly. Mm-hmm. and doing what he asked God, no, don't make me do it. Send somebody else. Like I will do anything, but, but not this. And yeah. God's like, no, you're going to go. I called you to do this. And, but because he followed that and because of his shortcomings, because of his stuttering, he had to stay connected to God throughout the whole process. Mm-hmm. And I think that that says a lot also about you, about as you are, going through your process, you're staying very connected to God for step-by-step guidance. And I think it's such a beautiful thing. And realizing that your weaknesses are really your strength in disguise. Mm -hmm. Those are the areas that God wants to redeem. Well, I'll tell you a story. I I am called upon to give speeches and teach, like I've said before in my, my corporate thing, but Mm-hmm. About three or four years ago, there was a big um, federal push to do a training and they wanted me to come and video an hour long training. And for some reason it had me freaked out, like really freaked out. I had to go do whatever the night before in my hotel room, I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning in a state of sheer terror. Like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I mean, people from around the country are going to watch this thing and I am not, I'm not worthy, you know? Mm -hmm. And I prayed and I, whatever. And finally I got the calm and I actually asked, I mean, I just asked for calm and I asked for guidance and I felt it wash over me. And I was like, the next day I went through and it was like, to watch the video, you would never know, but I literally thought I was going to die the night before. And I had to rely on God because I could not have got through it on my own for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> and th- those moments are the ones that you have to grab onto and realize, cause those are evidence for your future successes. Yeah. Those are some of the things I I know that you are an active listener of my podcast. So you know that I am really big on small wins. And of course that is way bigger than a small win, but those things that you overcome, you, you write down and you remember and you tell people about them because it reinforces to yourself that you're actually doing it Yeah. here on your podcast. You, I mean, you have hundreds of listeners Mm -hmm. 
And eventually, hopefully thousands of mm-hmm. listeners, you know, we're, we're still pretty new. So it yeah. grows, but even if it's not a physical stage right now, you mm-hmm. are on a platform, mm-hmm. you are doing what your vision is showing you, what your dream is telling you. Yeah. And that has been something I've been realizing here lately in the last probably month is that even if a hundred people a week listen to my episode, imagine yourself in a room with a hundred people listening to you and you have them as your captive audience. I mean, it's easier for me to do behind a microphone (laughs) than Mm -hmm. up on the stage. So I might as well, but I mean, you're right. It's, it's a dream come true and the progression of it might not have been what I thought, but it is very exciting to me. And the feedback, when you get those little comments, like I can relate. Yes. I feel that way too. I mean, that's just validation. Like there are people out there who need what you listener have to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing I wanted to just tell you is these hundred, this hundred people listening to you mm-hmm. in this year and you're visiting this room. These are all listeners who walked in, started hearing you and chose to stay. So mm-hmm. they're not there because they have to be, they're there because they want to be. Mm-hmm. And that says a lot about how you make people feel and, and how you just highlight other people. And I just want to say thank you for that. And to all of my listeners who um, who have not heard of the Beacons of Bravery podcast, why don't you share a little bit about that and the future of that? Like, what is, what is this dream telling you? Well, it's telling me that I can tell you, listeners, through my interviews with people who've gone through many of the same trials and tribulations that you you have been through and maybe not exactly the same, but you can relate because people come on and they're honest. And just like I'm speaking to you honestly about how I'm afraid of things, how I have these flaws. That's how I want you to see these people who maybe have gotten to a point in their life where you look, you might, you might put them on a pedestal, but that's kind of not a good thing to do. If you realize that we're all human and that we all have gone through this journey and so that you realize that you can do it too. That's my mission. And so that's through the podcast. And then also coming out later on will be a coaching program that'll take you from where you are in fear, which is where I've lived the majority of my life to take those first few steps to freedom. And so that's the whole point. And it's just to show that we're all in the same boat, but that you are no different from any of us. And you can start taking those steps to change your life. It's so good. It's so good. And I just, I just want to thank you so much for being on here today, being my first interview. And I, I feel like I've learned more about you than I like even things that I haven't heard before. So I'm really excited about that. And we'll, we can talk about that more later offline too. Yeah. But I, I just want to say thank you and for, for being vulnerable and being honest and showing the real you, because the one thing that I have learned through hardship and through raw pain is that 
it looks different in everyone, Mm -hmm. but it's all the same emotion. It's all the same depth and having someone to walk through it with and to have someone who is right ahead of you to hold on to and then to turn around when you're ready and grab onto the person who's behind you as well. We can all, we all need each other to get through this together. We all need that little inspiration. We need the person behind us to say, wow, you're doing it as well as we need the person ahead of us that says, come on, come this way. Mm-hmm. And it's such a, a beautiful thing to see when people are willing to do that and show all their flaws and mm-hmm. say, yeah, I'm a reformed perfectionist. Yeah. Um, and I can relate to that a lot. Yeah. I, you know, being, I want to be good. I want to do good. But the problem is, is I'm human and I make a lot of mistakes and I'm learning to own those mistakes yeah. and realize that, okay, if I show my mistakes and I show my pain, then that gives permission to others to show theirs. So they don't have to try to carry it themselves. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say thank you. Is there anything else that you'd like to say? 100% to everything you just said. And it is a true privilege to be on the show with you and to be your first guest. And I I really just hope that through the vulnerability that I've shown, that you can see exactly what Tammy said, is that we're all at different stages in life and we're all here to lift each other up. In what, whether you're the one pulling or you're the one being pulled. So don't do it alone. I did it alone for a long time and it's not healthy and it's not the way to go. So reach out, whether that be message Tammy on Instagram, on Facebook, in her Facebook group, do something that one step might change your life. And it will, I guarantee it will. Well, thank you. And with that... I will close this and I will talk to you next week. Hey friend, I hope you loved today's episode. I hope you start to claim the confidence to walk in a judgment-free zone as you continue this healing journey. Now I want to invite you to look into working with me. I'm a full-time restoration and confidence coach with a background in marriage and family therapy. And not only that, but friend, I've walked it. As you heard in my story, I've experienced grief, loss, pain, feeling stuck. I've had the desire to break free from the fog and rise up again after the hurt, after the pain, and move out of the grief cycle to begin to wake up with purpose again and live a life of meaning and kind of rediscover who I was before the grief while I was uncovering who I'm becoming. And I have been called to help you with the same thing. So if you feel you're ready to step back into the light, wash away the old, not forgetting the past, but stepping into a new position of purpose, confidence, and identity, I would love to be your coach and mentor through the process. I only take a few clients each month and would love to get you on the calendar to help you navigate this journey. Email me at Tammy at TammyMarieCoaching.com. Until then, I'll meet you here next week with another awesome topic to help you claim the life that you desire. Don't forget to take a screenshot, tag me, share on Facebook and Instagram, and please share this with another broken-spirited mom who is in need of some soul restoration. Don't forget to rate and review. And until next time, take a deep breath and know there is hope. Bye, friend.